Hey, JJ here with the Art of Value. Well, it's Monday here, start of a new week um, in New Zealand, so not quite there in the US. But I just wanted to go through what might seem pretty pessimistic at first, but I'm going to finish on a pretty positive note. So what we're looking at, if you're just on audio, uh, we're, we're looking at the heat map of the last day, or last session, so we can see the Amazon down Amazon down 14.05%, Google 3.72, Apple 3.66, even Apple and Microsoft 4.18. Wow, what an end to the to April that was. I talked about this in the last video, uh, but that's a very if you're not if you're not on video, it's a very deep red heat map. And as it turns out, I've got a tweet here which uh, goes through, talks about. Uh, it's from Charlie Bellello, and uh, it's the Nasdaq Composite worst months going back. This is going back to the 1980s. So we have number 12 being April 2022, minus 13.13%. And that's so number 12. And uh, the, first, the number one was October 1987, minus 27%, which did rebound rebound uh, really well it just in a few months after that so that was kind of a, an anomaly really i mean people talk about 987 being a huge uh, huge crash but it, it actually bounced similar to march 2020 and march 2020 isn't on here as being one of the worst months and that is i had had a check and that's because and it did go down like 30 over 30 percent almost 35 percent i think but it was from mid february to about mid-March 2020, and then it rocketed up from there when you know the Fed started and the U.S. government started stimulating the economy, and uh, the the COVID beneficiary stocks took off, uh, and so they were that was quite a lot to do with the Nasdaq. So that's why that's not in these top in this top 12, but and I think it ended up only like eight percent down for March or something like that. So, but March 2000, interestingly, there's a like one, two, three, four, five, five, one, two, three, four, five of these uh, months that were the worst for the NASDAQ were in the 2000 to 2002 period when there was after the dot com bubble burst. So, there was this, so this is not, it's not necessarily maximum pessimism or fear right now, but as we'll see in the next slide I've got, is the it this is from oh that's the wrong slide there Wait, this is from uh, the AAII American Association of Individual Investors Sentiment Survey which is I think a good one better than the you know the CNN like day to day index so this measures individual um, sentiment from investors over time it goes way back so if you just on audio you won't see this but of course, you won't see this, but we have sentiment for the 27th of April. For the week 27th of April was 59.4% of people bearish, 59.4% bearish, and bullish just 16.4%, and neutral 24.2%. And so that is extremely bearish, and there haven't been many periods where it's become that bearish. So historical averages are 30% bullish, bearish, and we're, we're nearly at 60% bearish. And uh, 
bullish average historical average is 38 percent and we're at 16 and uh, so the one-year bullish high was 48.6 which was uh, the end of June 2021 and the one-year bearish high is right now, the last week. So we're in very bearish territory, very bearish territory. And you can see this this next slide is from it's, it's the same sentiment survey, historical data over time. And we can see going back to December 2021. So it's not this is not a huge, just the last few months, the last quarter. So we can see that it's been becoming increasingly bearish over the last quarter from December the 8th was 30% which is kind of the lowest that I can see there the lowest bearishness and obviously sort of incrementally going up to nearly 60 59.4% so there's no guarantees that this bearishness won't even go up further but this is historically really high okay and so jumping jumping around a little bit so I just this is one tweet from uh, from Michael Burry, who you know, the big short Michael Burry, talks about you know the Amazon really dragged the market down on Friday. He says, and so this is a tweet, and so Amazon says to GDP, there's your weakening consumer. So he's he's very bearish on the economy. He talks about hyperinflation and uh, there being a massive bubble. So is that playing out? We'll see. Another interesting. Uh, not an exchange, just from from Bill Gurley. So he, Bill Gurley, is a really prominent uh, venture capitalist, Silicon Valley. And if you've seen, this is just this is something that I posted on it in an investment Facebook group in New Zealand. You may know this prominent venture capitalist from boards of various companies, and as a main character in the TV series mini series Super Pumped, the battle for Uber. An interesting Twitter thread from him. So yeah, super pumped. I talked about that a uh, few uh, that I watched. Was it last weekend uh, or a couple of weeks ago? Which I thought was good, and it was much better than We Crash, uh, the miniseries about We Worked. I thought, but Bill Gurley was on the board of Uber. He was one, they were uh, benchmark capital. His uh, firm was one of the biggest uh, investors in Uber, and there was a battle between him and the CEO. But it's worth watching. But anyway, he has. He's also on the board of Stitch Fix, which I am invested in, and it's down way more than 70%, which he, he doesn't mention Stitch Fix, but he mentions 70% here. So what he says was, it was interesting, an entire generation of entrepreneurs and tech investors built their entire perspectives on valuation during the second half of a 13-year amazing bull run. The unlearning process could be painful, surprising and unsettling to many i anticipate denial some thoughts so he's talking about the last 13 years and the, the fact that it could be over Our previous all-time highs are completely irrelevant it's not cheap because it is down 70 percent forget those prices happened Our valuation multiples are always a hack proxy dangerous to use if not if you insist 10x should be considered amazing and any and an upper limit over that silly. So he's he's referring to I guess you know expecting hundred baggers uh, in the in the years going forward. You may be shocked to learn that people want to value out your company on FCF 
and earnings. Facebook trades at 14 times GAAP EPS and is growing 23%. What earnings multiple are you assuming? And number four and final point, revenue and earnings quality in all caps matter. So that's his two cents. And the, uh, which is, it? I mean, you know, he's worth listening to. And the thing about this, also Jeff Bezos, the Jeff Bezos replied to his tweet or quoted his tweet. And he said, Bill is without doubt one of the smartest people I know and always li- worth listening to. Most people dramatically underestimate the remarkableness of this bull run. Such things are unstoppable until they aren't. Markets teach the lessons can be painful. All right. So we all, we know uh, how Amazon's done over the last 13 years. The last two years, not so, not so hot. It hasn't really gone anywhere. But anyway, you know, I think that his, those words from both of those people were listening to. So the next thing I want to talk about is, uh, I won't make this too long again, just uh, trying to keep this, keep them relatively short if I'm doing these pretty much every day. So the Fed, so one from uh, Dan Tapiero, who says on Twitter, the Fed can kiss the US housing market goodbye. Weekly mortgage applications are minus 65%. So obviously interest rates are going up and there are fewer mortgages, mortgage applications. Market's still hot now, but just a matter of time before it cools. Leading data always ahead of the Fed. Liquidity contraction could become severe if they persist. persist. And he's got a graph from Bloomberg which shows the uh, decline in mortgage, uh, mortgage applications. So we'll see what happens there. Another interesting thought about is the uh, is the housing market and U.S. housing market after a huge boom boom period in for trouble. People say there's a housing shortage. We'll see what happens there. I don't know. So the other thing was that the Berkshire annual meeting was in Omaha over the weekend, and uh, you know results from uh, Berkshire as well. The interesting interesting thing was that Berkshire has bought 51 billion in equities in the last quarter. This is getting to the positive end of of this. I said I'd end on a positive note, and here it is. Uh, a couple of things actually. Uh, Berkshire bought 51 billion in equities in the quarter. Cash the cash down is down to 102 billion, only 102 billion versus 144 in December. The buybacks. Uh, three billion. So the the buybacks were pretty heavy last year, and they've kind of gone down a bit, but still they've still been doing it, which implies that uh, Berkshire they think Berkshire is still uh, below intrinsic value, well below. So where are we? Okay, so and this is uh, on the screen. We've got a it's uh, states the activities in the first quarter for Berkshire, and you can see that they were buying heavily more in the second half of the quarter from February 21. So in January to mid-February, but that, I mean, part of that's to do with the transactions they made, but it's interesting that they are buying now pretty more heavily than they have for a long time. Is it a good time to buy? All uh, trusted signposts like this point to yes. Not a bit advice in the slightest, just an observation. And the other bright note uh, is that on the, what I didn't mention last time I was going to, but I didn't, is that uh, Chinese stocks just kind of rocketed uh, on Friday uh, in Hong Kong. And after some very positive comments, positive comments from the Chinese government, 
so you see if you're not if you're not seeing on video but you might you might have seen this anyway alibaba in hong kong shot 15 points not six nine percent um Metuan 15 over 15 percent tencent over 11 percent baidu over 10 percent jd.com over 15 percent these are huge these are huge jumps in one day uh byd which is the electric car and battery company uh only 3.79 percent but i mean isn't this interesting that on the same day that the u.s market went way down the the uh has the chinese market bottomed finally after going down for more than a year so why i put this on an investor group again plot twist chinese e-commerce ripping in hong kong today this was on friday my time uh or hong kong time uh seems to be seems seems to be this is from bloomberg uh beijing is discussing with american regulators the logistics of allowing non-site on not non-site on-site audit inspections of chinese companies listed in in new york say sources uh key it's a key step that's needed to stop delistings of new york traded chinese firms so the chinese government is making a lot of making consistent noises now about easing up on uh possible regulation or crackdown as it's termed crackdown of uh tech companies and supporting being more supportive and uh, talking to the us about auditing and so this has been very positive for for the market uh people a lot of investors don't quite believe uh, believe yet but they are consistently kind of making noises in that direction now and partly because uh, the chinese economy you know real estate uh, market's been in trouble and uh, obviously what's happening in the us so they have sort of turned more supportive and maybe this is positive for chinese stocks don't know not advice and this last slide is actually you know the the us listed stocks and even on the otc market but alibaba of course went up 6.8% which is what it wasn't as much but considering if you compare it to what happened in the us these were the pretty much the only bright spots and they were hugely positive compared to you know the the mega mega tech mega cap us tech stocks so you know even didi went up 3.87 I do three percent, Baba six point eight percent. So if you compare that to Amazon going down twelve percent, Baba up six point eight percent. Both e-commerce companies, JD.com six point six six percent. The same, similar, and PDD Pindodo up thirteen percent. So these Chinese e-commerce companies did the exact opposite of the US. All right, that's all for now. So uh, see, like and please like and subscribe. Remember the video for this is on YouTube and Spotify. So catch the video there, otherwise audio everywhere else. Thanks, like and subscribe, and I'll see you next time.